Hey there, my fellow intellectuals. Welcome to the first episode of Highly Variable. I am your host, Kyle Cabazares, and welcome to the inaugural episode. Now, this is a special day because one, it is the birth of my first ever podcast, but two, it's also America's birthday. So, well, unfortunately, I don't know if I'll upload this on July 4th, unfortunately. So now that I think about it, maybe maybe not. But I am recording on July 4th. It is July 4th, 2019. So happy 243rd birthday, America. So yeah, you know, it's a great day. Two great birthdays in one day. So what is this all about? You know, why would someone who is listening like you want to keep listening? And is this the podcast for you, essentially? So I'm going to get into that. What is this podcast about? Well, for those of you who don't know, I'm a physics PhD graduate student at the University of California, Irvine, and I specialize in the field of supermassive black hole mass measurement. So I measure the masses of these black holes. And I initially had an idea when I came to graduate school that I wanted to vlog and I wanted to blog. I have a website. It's www.kylecabasares.com. So please visit that if you're interested. And the idea was that I was going to have like a daily vlog and, you know, show what my day-to-day routine is. And if you see people on YouTube like Simon Clark or Andrew Dotson, who are also, uh, actually, no, Simon Clark just got his, got his PhD, I think, last year. So he's done. But he would vlog sort of his weeks in graduate school. Andrew Dotson currently does that. And I wanted to do sort of the same thing. But then I sort of realized, one, I don't really have the equipment to. I have my phone and... I don't really like filming in public and just getting people on camera and just talking to a camera in public. It's kind of, it just feels weird. I don't know if I really have the personality for it or if I'm just not confident enough yet to do it. Maybe at some point I'll I'll get into that. But right now I just felt, uh, you know, the vlog's just, it's not going to work. So that's why I decided, hey, you know, podcasts, why don't I just talk about my days? Why don't I just talk about my experiences, what I go through in graduate school? But it's not going to just be a graduate school experience podcast, right? It's highly variable, right? It, it can it can change. It's variable. And I have a lot of different interests outside of uh, outside of physics. So I thought maybe this could be a place where I talk about those things too. So if, you know, you have one of the, you know, shared interests that uh, that I have, I don't know if that made sense, but you know what I'm saying? If you have a shared interest of mine, then maybe you'll enjoy some of the episodes and maybe some of the times you won't. And I'm okay with that. You know, I spent a long time, you know, trying to think of how to how to just sell this sort of personality of mine where I have just so many interests. You know, I'm really into like sports, specifically baseball and basketball. I'm really into uh, chess. I'm really into physics, of course, and mathematics, really into science communication. Uh, I like to read. I like to play video games. I just have a lot of just different interests that aren't all necessarily related and trying to find a way to express those interests in a creative way just you know making a channel for all those interests is not possible it's not feasible that's too many channels so I thought maybe the podcast can just be a way for me to talk about any one of those uh, interests and it's just it's just not limited to those uh, interests but you know just anything really that comes to my mind so it's a podcast about me that I should probably just stop stop the stop the buck right there it's a podcast about me and um if 
it just sounds so narcissistic. I didn't want to sell like that, but I mean, really, it's just a podcast about my interests. And, you know, I don't want it to be like a, a narcissistic thing or anything. It's just, you know, I have a lot of different interests and sometimes it's hard to find the people to express those interests with. And if you're into any of those things, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, you'll find this podcast entertaining because we can sort of talk about that stuff. So yeah, essentially, this is like my audio log of my time as a, P a physics PhD graduate soon. But not only that, it's just a place for me to talk about my interests. And I think what I'd like to do is get guests on this podcast who you know share those interests of mine, and we talk about it, and we just have a conversation about that, maybe just a conversation about ourselves, you know, what have you. It's pretty random. It's highly variable, right? That's the selling point of this podcast. I think that's the point of the podcast title to to save your uh what, what's the word save your faux pas right and just mask it as the point of the podcast right highly you know changing subjects highly variable right calculus no maybe maybe we shouldn't talk about calculus maybe that would just scare people but how could we not talk about calculus because physics is just pretty much all calculus now right that's that's fundamentally really a lot of the physics is based on calculus so we kind of have to talk about it if we talk about physics and um yeah you know that's uh that's the intro i wanted to say i now i didn't really plan anything after that so i guess this is where the highly variableness of this podcast kicks in so let's just talk about the fourth of july how is your fourth of july going my fourth of july is pretty good i mean i'm not at work right now i'm not i'm not required to be at work right now because it's a holiday i'm not technically not supposed to work but I started yesterday for my research, I started a model optimization. Essentially, when you want to find the mass of a supermassive black hole, you essentially create a model that will model this data set, which is the uh, carbon monoxide emission line. So we are looking at a galaxy about 15 to 20 megaparsecs away, and we are looking at the emission line of the carbon monoxide molecule. And that molecule emits a specific, uh, emits at a specific wavelength or radio frequency. And that uh, can be recorded by the telescopes down in Chile at the Atacama Large Millimeter Array, also known as ALMA. So my research is ALMA-based. Essentially, I use their data. And, well, not their data, it's our data because we our group requested that data so yeah it's our data and you have to model the emission of this gas from the galaxy and you sort of model it with a thin disk essentially you have this if you're on youtube yeah so also if you don't know if you're listening on like spotify or itunes i also have uploaded this to youtube so people on youtube can actually see me you know waving my hands and stuff as i explain this but if you're just listening on uh Pod, uh, on uh, Spotify or iTunes, then unfortunately you just you just hear my nice soothing voice. You don't see my beautiful face. Just kidding. That, I, that's not what I wanted to say. But you know what I'm saying. I'm just you just cannot see me. You just have to imagine me moving my hands and gesticulating here. But you know, if you think my face is beautiful, I appreciate it. But um, you know, you don't have to think that. I'm not forcing anyone to think what they you know, want to think, you know, they should think the beauty, beauty is in the eyes of the, of the beholder, right? That's what my grandmother always told me. I'd always like, 
<laughs> I'd always like when I was a little kid, I'd be like, oh, do I look good? I don't like the way I look. And um, my grandma's like, beauty's in the eyes of the holder, which now that I think about it, it's maybe not the best thing to say. It's like, so you're telling me that I might not be beautiful? Okay, anyways, this was supposed to be about research, and now it became a subject on uh, a podcast on beauty. So let's just move on. Um, as I was saying, you model the emission line of carbon monoxide from this galaxy, and then you do what is known as a chi-squared minimization routine, which you're essentially just taking your model, right, on one side, and you're taking your data on the other side, and you, and you find the difference, or what is known as the residual between them. And there's a little bit more to it than that, but essentially you try and minimize that difference, a chi-square difference. That's not chi, the residual, the, the, the plane residual, but it's relate, it has that quantity in there. So you try and minimize this residual between your data and your model, and you find the black hole val value that you know, satisfies that minimization. And I'm working on a galaxy that has never had a prior black hole mass measurement. So I'm the first person who can say will measure the black hole mass of this galaxy, which is a very exciting thing. I think that's one of the very appealing things about science is like you can say, ah, I was the, I was the first person to do this thing. And I'm not trying to say like a like a like a brag or anything. It's more of like like we can't be the first person to go to the moon anymore. Right. That was Neil Armstrong. We can't be the. You know, first person to circumnavigate the globe. We can't be the first person to travel to the North or South Pole. It just isn't like that anymore. We're living in a different age where the discoveries where you're the first person to do something, at least in the scientific realm, you know, you, you can do it, right? You can, especially in Astra, right? Because you, you can, there's so many, there's billions and trillions of galaxies out there where, you know, if you study, you know, really you know, a random galaxy, you know, and no one's ever done it before, then you can say I was the first person to learn about this galaxy and I know this galaxy's spectra and I know, you know, it's luminosity and all that stuff, right? That That's just very appealing to, to some of us. And that's appealing to me to think that I'm going to be the first person to try and measure the, the black hole mass of this galaxy. I'm also not going to say which galaxy it is because I don't want to get scooped, right? I'm not stupid. Really what people look for unfortunately is the publication dates right even if you have this great idea right and you're the first person to really think about it and then you tell somebody about your great idea and then they end up publishing the first paper on it they're going to get all the credit for it so try and publish your work first but make sure it's right that's the issue you don't want to publish it too soon and while you while you're not sure right of course you don't want to publish something that's potentially wrong so you have to have a balance between correctness and firstness if there, if there can be such a balance. I don't know. I don't see why there can't be. Wow. We're like 11 minutes in and I'm just going on and on and on about random stuff. It's highly variable, right? I mean, I think I'm going to start saying that a lot and it's going to get really annoying. It's highly variable. Anytime there's a just a weird shift in the topic of, a, of the podcast, I'm just going to say, oh, because it's highly variable. You know, it just, it just, you know, 180s in the other direction. And... I think one of the main reasons this podcast was ever you know, conceived of in the first place was one, because of the whole, you know, I can't really blog and vlog effectively just knowing myself, but also knowing myself, one thing I could do since I was young and anyone in my family and anyone in my friends growing up can attest to this is that I can talk and I'm not saying I can talk good. I'm just saying I can talk. I can just talk so long on any given topic that, well, any given topic that 
I you know, care about and have done enough research on that it can be annoying. And I feel I feel bad for the poor adults who had to grow up with me, like my parents or, you know, any of their friends who took the time to actually talk to me. Because if you took the time to talk to me as a kid, you were just going to hear everything about that I liked. If I liked video games, if I liked Giants baseball, I was going to give you the whole history of it. And I think I've gotten a bit better with that, though I have been told I still sort of exhibit that behavior from time to time. So maybe I haven't totally changed since I was a little kid, but what am I going to do, right? That's just me. That is who I am. That's why this podcast exists. It's just for me to be me. And if you want to listen to me, then thank you, right? That if you if you can put up with the highly variableness of the situation, then thank you. You know, thank you so much. That it, it means so much to me that you can actually put up with my talking, my frenetic talking. I feel like the thoughts coming out of my brain, right? They're just like a fluid, like flowing out from my brain out into my, like through my mouth. It's like the, it's like the Navier-Stokes dynamics of my brain, you know? I don't think anyone's ever said that before. The Navier-Stokes dynamics of my brain? What? What is that? Those of you who don't know, Navier-Stokes equations are uh, this these set of equations in fluid dynamics to understand how fluid flow works, and they are also the topic of a Millennium Prize problem from the Clay Institute of Mathematics. Essentially, in, in the year 2000, the Clay Institute of Mathematics posed these seven questions that were unsolved in mathematics. They were open questions, and they offered $1 million to anyone who could solve them. So far, out of those seven, only one has gone solved. That was the Poincaré conjecture, and that was solved by Grigory Perelman. I believe, I don't remember when, I think it was like in the early 2000s. But he actually declined the money. He did not accept the million bucks. He also was offered a, up a Fields Medal, which is like the Nobel Prize in mathematics, even though they only give it out once every four years. And he declined that too. So I don't know what that says about him, but heck, if I was him, I'd take the money and run, man. <laughs> you know? I mean, living on a graduate student stipend, you know, um, a million bucks wouldn't hurt at the moment, even after taxes. So, yeah, I mean, that's what Navier-Stokes had to do with anything. It just sort of came to my mind. But they're fluid flow, right? So if my thoughts are like fluid flowing out, just like through my, through my, through my mouth, you know, into your ear. Okay, that's, that's so weird. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe stop. Stop. Stop it right now. Arate. All right, I'm going to Arate that right now. Just highly variable switch out of that at the moment. I can do that. But um, yeah, that's... <laughs> this podcast episode is going to sound so weird. But I'm having a lot of fun. You know, I hope you guys, you know, you guys are enjoying it as as variable as it is. But yeah, Navier-Stokes equations, man. Those things are terrifying. I, I actually had to take a class that went to fluid, fluid dynamics a little bit. And there's this one term, those of you, you know, who do any physics or engineering, there's this one term that just is like the horrifying term that makes those equations like a nightmare to deal with. And it's the term where you have like the vector field, the fluid vector field dotted with the gradient vector. And I'm sorry if, you know, if you're not mathematically inclined, that's not going to make any sense to you. But essentially, that just, it's an operation that doesn't really make a lot of sense in math. And that, and that essentially, that operation is not... A standalone operation it has to act on the, i think the vector field again right so it's like 
u.dell, where dell is the gradient operator, all of that acting on u, essentially. I think. I think that's how it goes. I could be wrong. I haven't looked at them in a while, but that's the term that just makes everything go haywire in the Navier-Stokes equations. <laughs> I don't know. There I go again, right? Just going off about random stuff that, you know, only a few percent of people would care about. But, um, heck, you know, I don't care. It's it's my podcast. It's my show. I do what I want. It's on my mind. It comes out, you know, as a, as a thought, as a word, as a sentence, as a digestible set of words for your ears to munch on, to think about. I don't know why I just started getting all philosophical. That's weird. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's that. And Fourth uh, of July means you know barbecuing, right? We should get some barbecue out here. I think I might go to a barbecue later on today. Um, I was invited to one, and I don't have any plans for dinner, and I don't feel like cooking dinner. So, yeah, Fourth of July barbecue sounds great when you don't have any dinner planned or just don't have the will to, to cook your own dinner, especially on a holiday like this. So that's what I'm looking forward to later on today. And I would love to make more podcast episodes in the future. Unfortunately, again, I don't think I'll be able to upload this by the end of 4th of July. So even if 4th of July is in the title, it won't be the 4th of July, which... You know, maybe I maybe I just won't have the title. Who knows? But it just seems appropriate because this is the, the first day that I'm filming. It happens to be America's birthday. So, yeah, yeah. Have you had enough? Have you? Are you good? Have you? Have you absorbed the punches yet? My verbal punches thrown at your ear, at your eardrum. You're still standing. I mean, I could do this all day if if you really wanted me to, but I won't because you're probably. You're probably off doing something actually important and actually productive, and I'm just the voice that is maybe you need to hear to keep you productive. But, you know, I think that this was a great first experience for the podcast, and I guess I'll leave you guys at that. I will, you know, enjoy my 4th of July. I hope you guys enjoy your 4th of July. And I will, I don't even know how to end this, but I will talk to you guys later.